Welcome to Life Without Secrets. Do you often find yourself comparing your life to your friends on social media? You see the glamour, the success, the perfect family, the perfect kids, the awesome vacations. But what's really behind the highlight reel? In Life Without Secrets, we are going to dive deep and reveal the secrets, struggles, and strategies people have used in real life to get to who they are now and who they are becoming. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect, and you are never alone in what you're going through. So don't forget to subscribe to the show, because it's time to connect on a deeper level and grow together. Happy Monday. So today we're going to talk about parenting. And let me just preface this by saying that there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Every child is different, which means what works for one child might not work for the next. And if you're a parent, you probably already know that. (laughs) I am no parenting expert. I fail all the time, but I try. (laughs) And I think it's important also to remember that even if you thought you did everything right, which in my opinion is impossible, but even if you thought you developed that parent-child relationship and you did all you could to raise this awesome kid, that I just wanted to remind you that they meaning your child, have their own lens that they see the world through. And it might look totally different than the lens that you live your life through. So overall, parenting is the hardest job. It's the most rewarding job. And it's the one we also grow the most in, I feel like, as well. We have three kids. Sion, who is my son that I had when I was 18, and he'll be 17 in September, which is really hard to believe. And then we have Rylan, who just turned eight on April 22nd, and Blake, who just turned six in March. And I feel like right now, we're really enjoying these ages. Like they're all three at pretty good ages. When you first have kids, like when you have little, little ones, I feel like those years are fun, but they're also really hard because it's exhausting, right? Like they need you for everything, feeding, like, you know, like, you know, they just, they need you for every little thing. And so, um, it, you know, it's also struggles and relationships you see a lot of times when your kids are little, because, you know, everybody's exhausted. You don't get a full night's sleep a lot of the time. The man goes into like this provider mode and the woman is struggling to figure out who she is still. Cause she's lost some part of her and how this new role affects their life. And, feeling like everybody's needy and she doesn't have time for herself, you know, the list goes on. So I felt like that is like a really huge transition phase, like for everybody when you have littles. I mean, it's awesome. Like they're just so cute, but it's exhausting. And then I would say the next really difficult one for us, and obviously, you know, not everybody has the same experiences, but for our son, it was seventh to ninth grade for our team. When they started getting those hormones, they want to be independent, but ultimately they don't make a lot of great choices or anything like my son. <laughs> and I would literally call my son, or I'm sorry, I literally call my mom during that time. And I would just say like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm good at this. I'm, I'm just feeling at this whole mom thing. And he wasn't really doing well in school either at that time. And I would see people on social media bragging about their kids' grades. And I would just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something wrong. But this ultimately then put more stress on the relationship between my son and I, because then I was like, well, what's wrong with you? Like, and it was just an overall, like kind of chaotic time, I think for us. And then on top of that, like 
you know, in our, our marriage was struggling during those years and we weren't on the same page a lot. Those were some difficult years. And so I'm, I'm happy to be over that stage as well. So that's why I say, like, I feel like, you know, we have one that's almost 17, one that's eight and one that's six. And like, we're kind of in a better spot, but I just want you to know that if you're struggling, you're not alone. (laughs) It's just a struggle. One thing that I was just, you know, thinking as you're talking here is, you know, the seasons are temporary, just like, you know, just a quick example. Winter is not winter forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Spring is not spring forever. Right. Summer, not summer forever. And fall is not fall forever. So I think it's just a true testament to those seasons. You will get through it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like this long winter we just had. Oh my goodness. Felt so good to have some sunshine. And that's sometimes how it feels like the stages of our kids. Right. Right. Yeah. That's such a good point. Mm-hmm. What could you have any stories? We've had so many different scenarios that we deal with with Mm -hmm. our kids. I think that all of us need to think about the concept of raising kids. And then really, if we kind of take a 30,000 foot elevation view, and I I think I'm a little bit better at this than maybe you were at the time, really understanding what does this matter in the big picture, right? And I think we've talked about that. We've had conversations. It's like, you know, okay, is it really about the grades or is it about having a great relationship with our kid, Mm -hmm. right? And our son. So I think that those are very important. One of the stories that I think about, you know, often is, you know, really understanding, you know, there was a time where we were really struggling. I think it was that seventh to ninth grade situation (laughs) with our teen. And I remember a time he came home and he made some mess ups, you know, he didn't make the right decisions. And, you know, he came home and was just, totally like defeated, thought he was going to get, you know, you know, probably punished to the ump degree, you know, from that standpoint, you weren't home. And, uh, you know, he, I remember he was just upset, scared, you know, crying, like upset, like upset. And, you know, I, I say this story because, you know, a lot of times I think parents, when, kids come home and they expect to get the book thrown at them, should I say. I think that's a perfect opportunity to teach and to learn and to really go deeper in the relationship and do the opposite. Instead of, you know, throwing the book at them, really taking those opportunities. And this is a situation that I used and I think it really was a pivotal time in our in our relationship with Sion was to really go deep and just love on him during that difficult time, during that difficult evening that he came home and thought that like his life was going to end. He was in so much trouble and, mm-hmm. you know, he did things that all kids do. You know, mm-hmm. I was a kid at one time and I made dumb decisions. Sometimes I didn't get caught for him, but you know, yeah. we all know we, we make those stupid decisions. And I think that when you're at that point, you know, your true character and your true emotions come through And, you know, for me, I had been putting a lot of work into my faith, into, you know, really what, you know, I believe that God wants us to do and how God wants us to love. And I'd been praying on it a lot. And it was just a perfect opportunity to just turn up the love meter, you know what I mean? And just love on Sion and care for him and just let him know, hey, you know what? I get it. I was, you know, I've been there, you know, and just love on him. So that was the story that right away. And I feel like, you know, like, obviously like you know no relationship is perfect but i think that was like 
probably one of the biggest changing moments in your guys' relationship thus far. Mm -hmm. Because you guys were fighting a lot, like not getting along. He was, you know, he was going through that stage where he wants to be like man of the house, you know, and Mm -hmm. there was kind of like a little bit of a power struggle and it didn't help that we weren't, you know, super getting along at times either. Mm -hmm. From that point, I feel like there was a definite shift Mm -hmm. in um, the interactions and your relationship. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that that's super important, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's what they want. That's our basic human needs to be loved, to feel like we belong. And for me, what was, what began to be really awesome is, so Sion's dad lives like an hour and a half from us. And I will say that I think that we've been really blessed because despite like me and his dad's differences on the way we see things, sometimes like we totally get along. And if I call him and I'm like, hey, I'm really struggling with Sion, he will totally step in and back me up. Like, and I think like in the beginning when Sion was little, it might have been rough, but like, I think we've done a pretty awesome job of being friends and supporting, you know, each other through that. And he even as like co-parenting like your relationship in that situation as well. Mm -hmm. It's always been relatively easy. I feel like, like we've all put our emotions to the side and really haven't been able to focus on Sion and helping him. Yeah. You know? And I think that like one of the like biggest things that I just wanted to say on this podcast, to be honest, was like, if you have something from your childhood or your relationship that you haven't dealt with, it will creep into all areas of your life. And that includes your parenting. And it could be something completely subconscious that you don't even realize, but you are like shedding that lens that you see that life through on your child. And so I think one of the biggest things we can do as a parent for our child is to seek a therapist and figure out if there's stuff in there that we haven't worked through. Because the worst thing you can do is then take your trauma, whether that's from your childhood or from a past relationship or the relationship that you're in, Mm -hmm. and then bring it into the relationship with your child. So I think that that has been huge. And one of the things that really strengthened my relationship with Sion was having, because his dad lived an hour and a half, I started making sure I was available to do the drive to go. We would meet halfway, um, so 45 minutes to meet his dad. And I literally wouldn't turn on any music and I would just be quiet. And he would ha- like start bringing stuff up. And it was the m- my favorite time with him. Mm-hmm. Like we had the most amazing conversations. We would totally connect. And there was no pressure. It was just like us hanging out in the car. And that really grew our communication. And one of the things is like a way to connect with your teen, especially, and, and really at any age, right? Like all they want is your love and attention. So like listening actively, I think this is something, you know, in the car, it was easier because I could 
put my phone down and not have that as a distraction. I wasn't in my house thinking about my laundry. You know, I wasn't, you know, trying to figure out my to-do list for the day. It was like, all I had was to drive. And so listening actively and being involved in that conversation was, you know, it's always the most important, but it was all I could do. And I think forcing us to put ourselves in that situation is really helpful because nowadays there's so much thrown at us and Mm -hmm. there's also so much thrown at our kids, right? Like Mm -hmm. between technology and one of my favorite books, if you are struggling, especially with a teen boy is called He's Not Lazy by Dr. Adam Price. And that really helped me, especially with the whole school stuff and kind of just understanding his perspective But just being in the car, listening actively to him um, and starting to respect their independence because they're growing their own sense of identity. And so just starting to try to pick my battles is what I used to say. Like, Mm -hmm. and I still say, like, pick your battle. Like, is that really something, you know, important or is that something that is not really that big of a deal and it's just a power struggle or control Mm -hmm. thing, you know? finding like a common ground. So what we started doing is he liked the Marvel movies. And so we would, every time a new Marvel movie would come out, like that's what we would go and do. So finding something that like you both can enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know, it may not be my favorite movie, but you know what? I don't mind them. And if he will go, then I'll go, you know, Mm -hmm. and just having a safe space for him to communicate like in the car and trying to show interest. Um, he is into like music and stuff. And sometimes I don't agree with that music. So that can be a little challenging for me. I try to be there when I can. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to point that out and just remind you that it's effort, it's work, it's persistence. It's a lot of patience Mm -hmm. and all we can do is all we can do. And, you know, as long as we are making the choice to grow from our mistake, we're never going to get it right. And so whenever I'm in that, I try to learn from it and then I try to grow. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say like parenting is the hardest job, but it's also the place that it's our biggest opportunity to grow as individuals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just like when, when Sion was born and I was 18, it was like a light switch went off in my head, you know, and I no longer was that person anymore, mm-hmm. you know, because they teach you so much about yourself. Right. The other thing I wanted to say is that for the next two weeks, you are not going to want to miss Life Without Secrets podcast. <laughs> As a parent or somebody that's going to be a parent, or if you have a niece or a nephew or a grandchild and you're listening to this, I have two people coming on that are sharing some really big things. One of them is called Gravy Stack, and you're going to hear all about that on Wednesday. It's going to teach kids financial literacy. And this is something that's very hard to teach. Do not miss this episode. Like you're going to want to send it and save it. And Just to reiterate what you're saying on this. And I think that that people really need to understand the importance of what this is going to do. Yeah. I think a big fear, let's just go back to what you're talking about. A yeah. huge fear of ours as parents yeah. is, am I going to be able to help my son, my daughter right. become independent? Yeah. And in today's world, right, with as sad as it sounds, social media, let's be real. Kids don't want to get their licenses. They don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. They don't want to understand this. So there's like little things that this 
app and really the most important piece of it. I'm just going to plug really Scott about the importance and why he's doing this. You know, the guy's was built and raised, his family was entrepreneurs. They're mm-hmm. very, very, you know, affluent. And basically they understood- Very wise. Very wise. They understood business. And by the time he's, you know, before 30 years old, he's sold several companies. I think his net worth is over $200 million, right? And this is a guy that literally loves Jesus, huge, huge heart. And his whole passion in life is to help change the financial literacy of our future of our kids and pass on generational wisdom right and i mean that's been one of my huge you know obviously with financial services understanding the ins and the outs of financial literacy and the problem that it is in today yeah it's just it's huge so you guys definitely aren't going to want to miss that yeah and it's so huge for your kids and it's not like you guys just have to listen to it on Wednesday because there's just so much we could unpack right now, but I want you guys to just listen to him, Mm -hmm. how he explains it because it is the best. And then I have another guy coming on, Sean Donahue. He's the family coach. If you've been on TikTok, you might have seen him. And he just gives the most amazing strategies for parents to connect with their teens, with their kids. And so I'm super excited for both of them to come on the next couple of weeks this Wednesday and then the next Wednesday. So stay tuned because we have amazing things coming up for us parents. Sending you all a giant hug until next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Life Without Secrets. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.